Hello everyone and welcome. You're listening to DTSE Talks, the place to be to learn more and explore the life in Magenta. You wonder what's going on in the company? Where do we excel and what's our lessons learned? Join me as I delve into the life in DTSE and interview employees as well as guests to answer all your questions. I'm your host, Umeima Buswab, and today I welcome you to the new podcast series, The DTSers where we shed a light on the people of our DTSE locations one at a time. You or your colleagues have an interesting story that you want to share? Get in touch with me and let's get you the spotlight you deserve. Our first episode of the DTSers series takes place in Brno, Czech Republic, where I interview Michelangelo Iskia and Lucia Satrapova to learn and get inspired from their journey as one of the most engaged and active people in our Czech location. So without further ado, let's get started. Our first guest today is Michelangelo Iskia. He's the communication specialist in DTSE Czech Republic. Michelangelo, you're one of the first DTSers who I'm going to interview today. So I'm happy that you're here with me. Hi, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much for having me here. And yeah, I look forward to this conversation with you. Great. So before we start, uh, I would like to know a little bit more about you and also the audience to know a little bit more about you. So um, how did you come here to Czech Republic? Yeah, that's a very good question. I actually started my journey abroad eight years ago. Uh, firstly, I completed my studies uh, in Vienna. After that, I moved for one year in Bratislava. And after that, I went back to Vienna where I spent uh, a couple of years. Uh-huh. And after that, it came Brno. Yeah, so actually it seems that I like the central eastern part of Europe. And I came to Brno four years ago and I really like it here. Yeah, it's a really cool city. Interesting. So yeah, you settled in Brno at the end. That's interesting. And uh, how about your job? So you're a communication specialist. What kind of tasks are you doing in this position? Yes, I'm basically very flexible when it comes to tasks. Yeah, I'm taking care of both internal and external communication. And external communication involves a lot of HR marketing and employer branding. So mostly we have there as a target potential candidates. So we have to sell to them our company as a Mm -hmm. workplace, as a cool workplace. And on the other side, I'm working on internal communication, meaning um, covering all uh, channels to make sure that the informations are properly cascaded to our employees. So whether it's intranet, emails or displays or any other digital channel that we implement, that's Mm -hmm. also part of my uh, job. And I'm also very passionate about technologies. So I'm also product owner of our chatbot for internal communication. Yeah, great. That's actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you about, because um, I know that you're doing uh, mostly communication. So you're the specialist in communication, but I also know that you're involved in many, many other projects like the chatbot. So um, and what are your interests and hobbies, Mickey? 
Um, when it comes to hobbies, I really like to, to learn new things. Yeah, this is why one of my favorite guiding principles is stay curious and grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy that the company is promoting this learning environment. Yeah, So I actually use my free time to study new technologies and get closer to even new applications or new platforms. And for me, it's also important to be able to implement, you know, what I learn into the, mm-hmm. into the real life, into, into the work life. And I'm also passionate about chatbots. And I really think that chatbots can be added value uh, for the internal communication, especially. So I spend, for example, a lot of time to search for new use cases. And this is one of my favorite hobbies. Uh, apart from that, I really enjoy walks in nature and take out my dog for walks and reading books. Interesting. So you, had, uh, you have interesting hobbies. So you had also the chance to apply this, uh, what you learned from your hobbies and implement them in the communication work, right? That's correct. And mm-hmm. the journey with chatbots actually started uh, two years ago for, for our company. And I think it's a never ending journey. And that's what I really, what I really like that chatbot is something that can grow, can learn. And actually, I strongly believe that a chatbot can do multiple things. So mm-hmm. we can really talk in these cases of really this virtual assistant that are able to provide multiple services to employees. So I'm not just talking about chatbots that can just answer questions. But for example, in our case, we implemented uh, this booking system. So I really think the chatbots can do more. Yeah. And it makes it uh, life, you know, it makes your life easier as an employee. So you don't have to really click a lot on here and there and try to find information here and there. You just ask check and check answers you and it's quite simple. So uh, you also have also some other ideas about chatbots because you're one of the Innovation Zone finalists and winners, right? Yes, that was really, really great uh, to win. I have to say I applied together with our colleague Michal, who is the technical uh, brain uh, behind our chatbot. And what I also would like to add uh, before I describe the use cases we will be working on, I would also add that it's uh, a little bit easier, you know, for me to um, come up with these new use cases because as part of my job in the communication department, I have the chance to really talk to our colleagues. So I'm able to catch what, what works, what doesn't work, which pain do they have with some processes. And at the same time, I can always check out some new technology in the market and try to get some match yeah, to see which problems can actually be solved. And the similar approach was for the innovation zone. Yeah, so I was always looking at um, which processes are currently not really working and what is taking a lot of time, you know, for for the employees. Mm -hmm. So what are these cases that you um, came up with this time with the Innovation Zone program? Yes, Uh, in this case, we wanted to add new services to the chatbot. 
And the idea is that um, I will give you an example. Yeah? Thinking you want to apply uh, for a certain benefit, or but you can generalize uh, to any application form. And you need, for example, as a user to go to, to an internet, download that form, then fill it in, save it, and then send it, for example, to a functional mailbox. And you see there are already some manual steps that I was mentioning. And in this case, our idea is that the user can have directly a conversation with the chatbot and basically the chatbot will pack those informations and send them directly to a functional mailbox. So there is a, here a reduction of these manual steps for the employee. A similar case is actually what um, we like to call the delivery guy. Yeah, basically mm -hmm. it is a similar approach. You as a user are not looking for a specific file anymore on the internet, but you can ask the chatbot to get this file delivered to your inbox. And the last one, last use cases is, uh, is about the recommendation system. Yeah, this is, for example, something that we are, we are building in a very generic way, meaning that each owner of Chatbot can use it to recommend whatever he or she wants. Yeah, so, for example, we have in mind um, that the Chatbot could recommend uh, online courses. For example, I am a user and I would like to learn a specific skill. So I could, for example, even in this case, you know, have a conversation with the chatbot. Let's say I want to learn PowerPoint. So mm -hmm. I can have a conversation with, uh, with the chatbot about my level, about um, my graphic skills, or even about how much time I want to invest into learning. Yeah. So based on all of these, the chatbot just yeah, recommends some uh, trainings to you? Yes, that's cool. exactly it. So we want to offer some really tailored recommendation. Yeah. But for example, also another use case we have in mind when it comes to recommendation is connected to the, to the fact that we in our company are um, producing a lot of presentations. Yeah. And I can imagine sometimes colleagues are lacking of creativity. For that, or maybe so, time, or time. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, we don't have time. <laughs> that's uh, that's also another important aspect, which is a main driver also of our use cases. And basically, in even this case, you know, you can have a conversation with the chatbot and maybe you know specify for what you need that presentation. I don't know. You are introducing a new product, or you are presenting a new project from scratch, or you just need to have to give a project update. So there can be different, um, different scenarios. So even in this case, uh, the chatbot can basically get those informations from the user and submit um, a PowerPoint template. And the user really oh, just needs to uh, fill in the, the data. But as I said before, just one last thing, we will build these use cases in a very generic way. Yeah, so we want that every chatbot owner in our company can um, customize them to own needs. That's cool that everyone can also use your solution. Yes, that is the main goal, actually, of our project. 
we want to create mm-hmm. knowledge and also from a technical point of view, we want to create some infrastructure that can easily be uh, duplicated, for example, by a colleague mm, anywhere in Germany, in Slovakia, in Romania. And once, you know, this IT infrastructure is duplicated, then the, the owner can customize, for example, dialogues or can customize what to recommend. So our, the main driver of our idea is to create knowledge and basically share it among our mm. locations. That's cool, because life is for sharing. <laughs> That's correct. Great. So, um, yeah, you mentioned a few of the projects that you worked on. And uh, you also mentioned that your curiosity kind of drives you to, to find ideas, right? So. I know that you're working on all of these projects. Plus, um, last year you won an award, two awards, right? For two different categories and projects. And you're kind of always coming up with new ideas. So how do you manage to find new ideas on a regular basis? And also to stay motivated to really get it done. Because whatever idea you bring up, I know that you end up always getting it done. How do you manage? I think... This is, there is a lot of motivation behind to uh, simplify or, or help um, the, the life of our, I mean, the work life of, of our colleagues. I think that really by talking to people, you really get, um, get to know what is, what is not working for them. So I think the main source of inspiration is, is feedback. Yeah. That. Most of the time, it doesn't need to be, you know, a direct feedback on communication itself. But, you know, while talking with, uh, with employees, you really get to know what they, what they are thinking in general, you know, what, uh, what they are feeling about a certain process or something. Yeah. So I think that is really uh, inspirational. Yeah. And on the other side, there is this, um, this willingness yeah, to, to support them. And to try to create something uh, for them, because on the other side, whatever it's um, it's created uh, for me is, is is for our employees, right? So that's my uh, my main driver, yeah. And to get it done, I think is the passion that is behind. And when I start something, I don't really like to, you know, just leave it half done. <laughs> So I rather prefer that an idea or the implementation of the idea would take two, three months longer, but at least you have it, uh, you have it done. So actually, what I really like also about my job is that during the year, I do have my regular tasks, but each year there is either one, depends, but sometimes even two, three main projects. Yeah, and yeah. that's what, mm-hmm. uh, what I really like. Yeah, that you can uh, even switch between like regular tasks and uh, let's call them major projects. But everything is, of course, uh, important. Yeah, so I think this switching and flexibility, of course, that uh, my job is offering me. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great. That's nice, and you can also have this, uh, yeah, liberty of freedom to to yeah create new uh, projects and start new projects. And it's also nice to have. Every year, as you said, something new. So you're not kind of like bored with, with the, the same tasks every year, right? Yes, but I would also say that this is um, possible because of the culture 
and, you know, company mindset that we have here in Brno. That's true. There's the flexibility and also the support of, yeah, you know, the team leaders and the support of the managers in general. You know that they're always behind you. And if they and if they want you want to start a project, they always believe in you. And that's also cool. <laughs> yes. And this goes hand in hand, I think, with uh, on one side, you see the the pleasure, let's say, of the employee to really bring something that he or she is really interested on, you know, is passionate about. Uh, but this goes also hand in hand with accountability. Yeah? So I think that's, uh, that's the right approach, that mm-hmm. you have some flexibility and some possibility to bring new ideas. And of course, then you are accountable for it. So I think this sense of being responsible, it's also very important. Great, Miki. Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us and also how you get motivated. Um, aside of all of this, I just wanted to mention that you also uh, created the Ambassadors Initiative and you're also part of the, of the digitalization community. So I'm proud to be your colleague and I thank you again for coming here and uh, giving your time today. Thank you, Miki. Thank you again. Our second guest for today is Lucia Satrapova. She is a data analyst of the digitalization team here in DTS ECZ, and she joins us for our first DTSers series. Hi, Lucia. Thank you for being here. Hi, May. Thank you for having me. <laughs> It's such a good, good thing to do here to have some colleagues from Czech Republic. So I'm very excited to talk to my close colleagues today. You're one of them. So... First of all, I wanted to just give you the platform to say a bit about your your work and your task as a data analyst in the team here in Czech Republic. Okay, so uh, actually I work as a data analyst uh, for three months now, actually. I started uh, working on a full time uh, since March. And, oh, you're new. Uh, <laughs> Yay. Actually, yeah, like... Uh, Tomorrow I'm celebrating my one year anniversary, but as a full timer, <laughs> I will be I will be a part of the team just like for I'm part of the team just for the three months. And now my uh, full time job is data analyst, uh, which my main responsibility is to somehow like create or adjust the existing reports that mm-hmm. we have for our internal customers um, to give them some kind of insights into their processes. Uh, we also focus on process mining and we are trying to uh, detect uh, like uh, gaps in the processes and um, places where we can improve uh, via automatization, let's say, which is also another part of our department. And uh, yeah, just supporting uh, my business analyst and uh, uh, trying to give these insights to our custom- customers, I would say. That's mm-hmm. the main part of my job. And, and how did you get to this position? What interested you or inspired you to join this team? Actually, uh, that's a kind of cool story because uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was also affected by Corona last year and I lost my job. So I was trying to find a new one and I uh, somehow came across this uh, offer and it was digitalization team intern and part of it was uh, data analyst and part of it was more of like creative job so i was mm-hmm. like uh, really interested not uh, only in the creative part but since i also had some uh, subject uh, in my university studies that focused on data uh, analysis and visualization uh, using air language and 
using programs as Power BI, which I found really interesting. So I was, yeah, why not to try that? And somehow I guess I made an impression and I got the job. And uh, yeah, since that I joined the team and uh, I was mainly focusing, I would say, on the administrative part and the creative part uh, in the team, like uh, organizing some events and yeah, just administrative part. And then I also got more and more into the data analysis, which Mm -hmm. then became the main part of my job. So I guess that was like uh, really uh, interesting because I actually studied adult education and I had just one subject that focused on data analysis and visualization and it somehow really got uh, my interest, I would say. And that's the reason how I basically got there because I just found it really interesting. Uh, so, so you have quite a different background from what you're doing now. And and you mentioned that you needed a bit of creativity. So you, you're interested, your interest must be a little bit on the creative side or? Uh, well, actually, like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'm also like in charge of creating various like PowerPoint presentation and uh, I am kind of trying to push the team activities a bit further. So I think I need to be creative on this side because like I don't want to repeat all the events uh, all over, I would say. So uh, the creativity is used mainly in the like um, digitalization intern uh, workload, I would say. And uh, for the data analysis, um, it's like also probably about being creative because somehow you need to display something, some KPIs. And you need to think about uh, the way how mm-hmm. to um, create the formula so you get the information that you need and that it works properly. So like sometimes you need to think about really uh, different way uh, how to get the data than you would normally use because like there are, of course, some limitations of the program that we are using. And uh, it's not always that easy mm-hmm. to display something. So. So um, you see that there is a link between data analysts and creativity that, that mm-hmm. you can use there. That's good. Nice. Yeah. And so um, what, what are your creative sides aside from what you do in, in, uh, in the intern job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Like uh, the other part, as I said, I am like, uh, I like to call myself team cheerleader. Because, uh, like, oh, I, nice. like <laughs> I like to create opportunities for the people from the team to gather, get together, have some fun together, uh, because it's important for us to grow as a team. Uh, I would say, especially during Corona times when it also was not that easy. But uh, I can see that as we are cooperating, we are also like building our personal relationships and we can uh, then I exactly know what I can rely on. Like most of our team, I can rely on anyone, I would say. So it's like really nice that we, I think we are like one big family and uh, like yeah, the work and the personal uh, life, I would say is like more connected than it was before for me, at least I would say. So I, I try to be creative in uh, like um, yeah, creating, organizing these events. So everybody is like interested and I also like to make things nice, I would say. So yeah. I'm trying to um, always um, do the things like really, uh, I would say, the best that they, way. <laughs> yeah, the best way I would say that they appear really nice and it like uh, draw the attention of uh, of my team, my team that I know that they will, for example, read the 
meeting minutes because they look nice. So <laughs> that's uh, nice. So, so you're kind of like the happiness officer of your team. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And I know that you are involved in uh, GTS ECZ in many in many other uh, activities. So, for example, you and your colleague uh, Jakub Kohut, right? <laughs> you yes, prepared yes. you prepared some really amazing things for for your team. Can you talk a little bit more about it? Yeah, uh, actually, it started because. Um... Uh, maybe to give you a little bit of background, uh, we are like in our team, we are using Slack platform and there is the choice uh, or the app, let's say, that is mm -hmm. called Donut. And um, we we, we like uh, started to use this like integration because uh, during Corona time, we when we were calling like with each other, it was usually just because like of the work matters. And uh, since a lot of us joined like mid-Corona crisis, let's say, uh they knew their colleagues only like uh work work related let's say and uh somebody was like complaining that uh they don't know what their colleagues are like uh, like in on personal level i would say so this actually is uh the slack uh the slack integration donut is like matching randomly people and um, they are talking to each other but since we started using that and we kind of got to know each other within the team we were like thinking and how about To make it even bigger, like uh, the idea was actually uh, from my team lead, Katka Hloškova. And uh, she came up with this idea that it might be really good to spread it onto the whole company and ask Jakub and me to somehow try to find a way how to do that. So Jakub is the one who develops the code that is uh, randomly matching people who are signed up. And I would say that I'm more on the PR side and, you know, like I said, like the creative side, um, mm -hmm. like creating the logo and uh, writing the text of the emails and together we are trying to uh, push it even further like thinking about new things uh, that we can do which you can look forward to uh, during summertime so yeah there's actually i think quite a lot of ideas that we would like to realize in the near future so mm -hmm. fingers crossed it works out well <laughs> <laughs> that's good looking forward to your uh, yeah. new activities and upcoming activities and i have to say that this uh program that you managed with Jakob. It's called Coffee Talks and it's like DTSE Talks. Of course, I like it. <laughs> But it, I tried it twice now and it's just really great. It's great to just take 30 minutes of your time and, and have a conversation with uh, some yeah. random colleague. And sometimes you meet exactly. someone new. Sometimes it's a good time. It's a good opportunity to catch up with other colleagues, you know, that you haven't managed to mm -hmm. see since COVID started. Yeah, maybe it's like uh, what I like about it is that uh, in Deutsche, we, uh, in, like in Czech Republic here, but I believe like in Deutsche generally, we have like so many inspirative people. And when you are talking to them, you somehow like get at least like a different points of view on some issues, I would say, or just you, you can get inspired by they, them, their work, their life. It's like really cool to uh, know these people. So Great. So you are... Um doing uh promoting and coordinating the coffee talks you're also kind of an event manager for your team because mm -hmm. you're preparing all of these events and uh what else do you do in in um in czech republic dtse czech republic what i would mention is probably that i'm also part of the social media ambassador program so uh i'm trying to focus actually on our department because we are growing and we are kind of hiring a lot of people so we want to attract them on LinkedIn, let's say, because mm -hmm. I think that our 
team life is uh, pretty rich and has a lot of to lot to offer. So I'm trying to promote it also on LinkedIn, so everybody can see like what it looks like when we when we are part of the team and. Yeah, just uh, also like I'm trying to shed a bit uh, more light onto what it's like to work in Deutsche, uh, Deutsche Telekom Czech Republic because I really like it. I like all the benefits and um, I guess that's uh, the main focus on when I, when it comes to a social media ambassador. And um, yeah. Um, what helped you to, to get this energetic and effective? And on what advice... Can you give to others who want to be a little bit like you or who wants to go in the similar direction as you? Uh, I would say that it is like to be maybe even like bold and uh, go even further. Like um, what I really like about uh, Deutsche Telekom Czech Republic or generally about Deutsche is that uh, it really supports uh, supports people with the ideas. So every time I had some idea, I was like, yeah, maybe I should share it with somebody. And uh, even though it was like, maybe I don't want to say it was bold, but like uh, maybe it was something that I wasn't that sure that it will get approved. Mm-hmm. I still shared and uh, usually I get the support. And um, I think that it's it's like uh, important to say what you want to say and just talk about it and ask for feedback. That's also great. And uh, what I also very appreciate about our team because like my team leads are, I would say, the best in giving feedback. So I know that that also like pushed me even further in my job. So if you don't get feedback, just ask for it. It's like really helpful. And um, yeah, it makes you see things that you probably wouldn't see on your own. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I said, like be bold and uh, don't, don't get scared when uh, not everything is working out for you because like yeah there were days when i was not able to figure out some issues but uh yeah when i ask for example yeah maybe another another advice would be uh, don't be afraid to ask for help because when i asked for help i always get the help there is no uh, no like a feeling that um nobody is like giving me the impression that i am not good enough because i'm asking for help on it's the complete opposite they are very supportive helping me so I always, uh, I'm in the end, I was a- always able to uh, solve the issue, even though it, I felt like it, it won't be ever like uh, solved by me. So, so yeah, just, just uh, don't get scared when not everything is working out and don't be afraid to ask for help, I would say. Super. <laughs> That's nice. Thanks for sharing um, your experience with me, Lucia, and thanks for sharing yes. your Uh, motivations, your challenges, and also your advice to anyone who would like to be engaged and um, a bit influential in your work, no? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Great. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here, Lutzi. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in to our new podcast series, The DTSers, and listening to our guests' experience. All in all, it's great to provide the right environment for your employees where they can have the freedom and the support to start new project ideas. But it's also up to us employees to take their opportunities and get things done. Make sure to go to talks.tse.group, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a feedback. (laughs) 